This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. We bring in Mark Drumheller from Yahoo Sportsbook. He joins us right now on the Roman Guest Line. Mark, how are you doing on this fine Friday evening? Fantastic. Not bad weather. We're getting into the NBA playoffs, so it took a while to get here. But, uh, you know, I'm excited for these series that are going to be starting this weekend. Uh, let me uh, start off here with the first question. And uh, any action that you have tonight? Let's uh, Right now, Hawks-Cavs doesn't really matter because we're at halftime of the game. Are you doing anything in Pelicans-Clippers? Now there's been some crazy line movement, obviously, with no Paul George. Total 216.5, Pelicans 1.5 point favorites, minus 125 on the money line. The Clippers are plus 105 on the money line. Any player props, sides, or total that you got in this one? Yeah, I mean, I, I had a Brooklyn-Atlanta for the two playoff qualifiers coming out of the East. It was plus 240. It was a good number. So a little disappointed in the Hawks tonight. And then on the uh, later game, I do have the Pelicans. I get in late. I didn't get the good number. I know everybody's all over social media flashing their plus four tickets. But uh, I got in after the Paul George news. So I took the uh, took the Pelicans. I took them on the money line. Didn't want to lay any points at about minus 125. I like them, though. Um, I think there's just a huge rebounding edge. I think, you know, in this game, if the Clippers are going to be competitive, they're really going to have to shoot lights out. And I think without Paul George, uh, they're going to struggle a little bit just because the Pelicans, you know, top three rebounding team. And you look at the Clippers, you know, during the outside of the top 20. So it's just going to be more possessions, more chances for uh, New Orleans to score. And they're a young team. They're growing into their own. They play good defense. They bring in Alvarado off the bench to help out Herb Jones. So, um, I think they're going to get in, so it's pretty it's pretty fun seeing them get in without Zion. Mark, I took uh, the other night. I went under the Brandon Ingram assist of five and a half, and that one hit barely because he had five tonight. I'm actually going over the five and a half assists. How do we feel about that play? Do you think Ingram has one of those twenty point six seven eight assist nights uh, against the Clippers tonight, or am I crazy for thinking that he's going to go off? Well, no, I think you, I think it makes sense, right? So I think, you know, you look at the Clippers, you know, they are going to play defense. You know, they're, they're going to, you know, try and attack on the perimeter. So if New Orleans is going to score, they're going to move the ball around. They're going to try and get their bigs involved underneath. And, uh, you know, I think the assist prop definitely makes sense there with Ingram. Uh, I think he could have a big game tonight. Uh, Mark, let's take a look at some of the games tomorrow and the games on Sunday as well. Uh, let's start with the Utah Jazz taking on the Dallas Mavericks. I was really excited for this matchup because I love the Mavs, I love Luka, but now Luka out game one. Looks like he might be out game two as well. We don't know when he's coming back with that injury, which sucks because he gets hurt game 82 in the second half. 
Dallas now four and a half point dogs. The total all the way down to two oh nine and a half. And he plays in this game. Yeah, I like Utah um, laying it with Utah. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I know we talked last week, and I, I did a whole thing on how I couldn't wait to fade Utah, and then Luka gets hurt, and here we are, right? So it's a totally different story, but I just think that Dallas, I know they have Dinwiddie. You know, they made some good trades. Jalen Brunson's going to get an opportunity to kind of do a little more scoring and carry that load, but Luka is such a big part of what they do. It's just hard for me to see them coming out in the first game you know, playing without them, being able to hang with a team like Utah. As much chemistry issues as Utah has, still number three in the NBA in net rating, right? So, I mean, they can still play. They have a lot of talent. I don't think that they're, they will go far in the playoffs, but I do think that if Luke is going to be out, you know, more than one game, it's going to be really tough for Dallas to win this series. Looking at some of the other series over there in the Western Conference, Golden State and Denver, uh, that one coming up tomorrow, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. Warriors here, minus 6.5 over under, 222.5. I I like Golden State, obviously, in that series, but in a one-game type of environment, is Denver the type of team that can cover that 6.5? I think they they might be able to, but I I don't know if I would lay it. I I think the really interesting part about that is, like, what is Denver – I mean, what is Golden State going to do with Jordan Poole, right? And, you know, he he doesn't want to go to the bench. He wants to be in the starting lineup. You know, do they move Wiggins to the bench? Do they move Looney to the bench? You know, can they do that with Yogi on the floor? Um, That's the sort of thing that I want to watch. But I I just think, you know, what do we expect out of Curry? But I really think that Golden State – you know, we're in the playoffs, so half court is so important. And you have one team that plays a ton of defense and another team that doesn't, right? And that's right. Denver. And Jojic can't do it all by himself. So it seems like a big number, and it's kind of like one of them where you really have to, like, bite down on your mouthpiece and just, you know, lay the points. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's it's that's kind of where we're at here. I don't know if I could back Denver, you know, just because they, they, they really don't have – you know, the, the supporting cast, I think, to take on a team like Golden State. You're listening to BetMGM tonight. We're joined now by Mark Drumheller from Yahoo Sportsbook. Mark, let's move over to your boys, the Philadelphia 76ers. At home, four-and-a-half-point favorites against the Raptors. I think this is an intriguing series because the COVID protocol issues were if Philadelphia, where they're going to go to Toronto, right? They're going to have probably no Matisse Thibault. We know that at least because he's not vaccinated. I feel like Toronto is a trendy popular dog pick. I'm going with Philadelphia in the series. Not going to play game one. I might not bet the side or total in any of these games, but I'm going with Philadelphia in this series, man. I've been going back and forth. They have the more talented team. I think they win the series. What are you doing in this game or in this series? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, 
Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I think it's real interesting. Now, I like the Sixers in the series. I agree with you. Um, For this game, I'm not too keen on laying the four and a half just because I've seen enough of the Sixers to where sometimes they come out flat. Maybe it's just because I'm a fan here in Philadelphia, right? But, like, so I want to see the game develop. I might hop in live in the first quarter just to make sure everything's going okay. If they go down a little bit, maybe get a better money line number than the minus 190 that's out there. But, you know, I think it's interesting to see people gravitate towards Toronto because, again, you know, we're talking about, you know, in the playoffs, what do you get? You know, half court, right? Yeah. And, you know, Toronto, I have a very good zone defense. Nurse does a great job, but they're awful in half court. They don't have players that can create off the dribble. You know what I mean? They're one of the worst teams at getting penetration, getting to the free throw line. And Philadelphia has the two big stars, which, yes, Harden's lost a step, um, you know, it looks like, but Embiid can still get to the line whenever he wants. And I think that, you know, if that's how you slow Toronto down. They can't get in transition. They can't do the things that they want to do if they're inbounding the ball because they're fouling on the other end. So I think it's a, a really huge game for Joe and Embiid. It's about, you know, staying in the paint, not letting Siakam kind of drag him out of the paint to the perimeter, right? And, and really, you know, trying to get them in foul trouble early and really setting the tone and playing their type of game. I think it's going to be critical in the series. You know, Thibel not being there hurts them, but it also pre- – presents an opportunity, I think, for Tyrese Maxey to really step up and elevate his game. And we've seen how much he's improved during the season. And I think that, you know, he, he's got he's going to have a tough task defensively with Van Fleet, some of the guys they have on the perimeter. Um, you know, Scotty Barnes, obviously, is having a tremendous year. But I think we're going to see Maxey really step up um, in this series and kind of give them you know, so it's not just Embiid and Harden. It kind of gives them a secondary scoring option because they're going to need it. I mean, you know, Toronto is a good team, but I just think the way the game matches up in the half-court setting, which is what we see in the playoffs, I favor the Sixers and I favor Embiid. Mark, probably one of the most intriguing ones, and I imagine if you talked about this series back at the beginning of the season, nobody would have thought that this would have been a number two versus a number seven, and that's Boston and Brooklyn. I think you would have thought that if they did face in the playoffs, maybe it would be as a you know a two-three in the semifinals, or maybe even a one-two in the Eastern Conference Finals. But here we are, first-round matchup. A lot of money on Brooklyn, a lot of exposure for the books uh, on Brooklyn. Are they going to be feeling the heat here, or is this? just kind of overblown and the Celtics are a number two seed for a reason. Yeah, both. I think they're going to be sweating it out, right? Cause Katie's a tough out, you know, anytime in the playoffs, but I do like Boston in the series. I did grab them at minus one Oh five to win the series. Uh, I just think Brooklyn defensively, uh, you know, not only are they not really good, 122 points uh, per hundred possessions on defense with Katie and Irving on the floor. Right. But they're small, like even outside of the top two stars, Yes, they have Drummond in the middle, but, you know, Mills, Perry, like these guys are all liabilities that Boston can take advantage of. And Boston, extremely physical, um, you know, and I think eventually as the series goes on, they could wear them down. Durant and uh, Irving played a ton of minutes 
you know, towards the end of the year, they didn't get a break. They went right into the play-in. You know, they won the first game, so they got a couple days off. But, you know, Boston's been sitting back, um, you know, with a little bit more rest. And I just think they're they're going to get real physical with Brooklyn. And a lot of people talk about, you know, Boston and their defense. But offensively, they're number one in net rating since the All-Star break, right? And, you know, they uh, you know overall net rating, I think they're number two in the NBA in the season. Uh, you know, number one by far after the All-Star break. So, you know, the offense has really been able to step up. And I think what we're going to see out of Jason Tatum, we saw it when these guys squared off during the season. He put up like 53 against the Nets. We're really going to see him elevate his game. We see it every year. Like last year it was Giannis. There's another star who just really, you know, elevates their game and carries their team. And I think it could be Jason Tatum's year uh, to step up and really be that MVP caliber player. Uh, Mark, my uh, loyalties are going to be tested on Sunday because my (laughs) lifelong team, the Chicago Bulls, who I grew up in love with in the 90s, uh, they take on the Milwaukee Bucks, who I covered for three years. And Giannis is my favorite player on the planet right now. Bulls have no chance in this series. Bucks are nine and a half point favorites in game one. 228 is the total. 228 and a half to be exact. Um, I played the series sweep, and then I also played Bucks minus two and a half in the series. I could see the Bulls maybe stealing one if DeMar DeRozan goes off for like 50. But I mean, look at the Bulls. Like, what's the Bulls' quality win this season? They they don't they don't belong right now. They're not the same team they were two months ago, uh, after losing Lonzo Ball. Your thoughts on the series, man. Yeah, I think they're in trouble, right? And we kind of joked last time I was on where the Bulls were like the big prize in the East that everybody was kind of gunning <laughs> for. And, uh, you know, and it's going to play out that way. Like there really couldn't be a better matchup for Milwaukee when you look at, you know, Chicago 29th in transition defense. They let up a ton of points at the rim. Obviously, Giannis can feast that way. Uh, you know, the Bucks obviously good transition offense, so everything matches up. Like, we know that they're going to make quick work at them. I did take the minus two-and-a-half games in the series. I probably should have took some sweep, too. I know some people that got it around 250. I'm not sure if that's the number that you got, but um, I think it's really a, it's a live ticket. I think yeah. they could get rid of them, make quick work, and if you think of how motivated they will be to kind of get the Bulls out of there, you know, they they have to face the winner of, you know, Boston and Brooklyn, and those that could easily be six, seven-game series. So it gives them the opportunity to get some rest before they get, you know, what could be their biggest challenge of the playoffs. Uh, Mark, we only got about 60 seconds. Your favorite bets for the weekend? Memphis, right? They're not ducking any smoke. They run up the chimney. So I like Memphis. I got them first quarter over. I got them first half. Uh, to the number minus three and a half. I got them full game at like six minus six and a half. I just think tough spot for Minnesota coming off that emotional victory now coming into Memphis, who has been paying betters off all year, and I don't think it's going to stop. Best team against the number. I love the Grizzlies. I don't. I, I I don't know that I trust them against the Suns in a seven game series, but I really want that matchup, man. And Minnesota, they they won their NBA Finals the That's other right. night. You saw that Pep Beverly, the way they celebrated, yep. like that was their championship, man. Mark, I'm excited so much. to see Pat Bev and uh, Dylan Brooks just pop off for at least dude, four games dude, Pat yelling, Bev, yelling at each other. Pat Bev <laughs> versus Ja is going to be the matchup. Thanks so much. That's Mark Drumheller Thanks, Mark. on the Roman Guest Line.